0: This is our Everest.
1: Greetings, Culture Vultures, and welcome to This is Our Christmas Everest, a Christmas version. Of the already stupid podcast.
2: We're going to ho-ho hell.
1: (laughs) We're going to ho-ho hell in a ho-ho hand basket. Yeah. 24 days, 24 Christmas
2: specials. Although, to be fair, we're easing ourselves in quite gently.
1: You say that, but I mean, I have started watching some of the Christmas specials. Yeah. In the last day or so, and it's actually been more arduous than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah, this is going to suck. It's going to so suck so hard,
2: donkey balls.
1: However, the first one was fairly easy, I suppose. <laughs> Saint Gruesy, yeah, from the twenty second of December nineteen ninety. Saint Gruesy was ITV's Saturday lunchtime football discussion show sort of in between when On the Ball was on um, I don't know, was it World of Sport or something?
2: Well, St and Greasy replaced On the
1: Ball. And then On the Ball came back in to replace St and Greasy. I, when I was getting into football, didn't really catch on to St and Greasy until quite late because the title of the programme made it sound like Cagney and Lacey and Dempsey and Makepeace I thought it was some sort of um, detective duo did you now yeah only later did I find that in fact it was starring the legendary Liverpool and Motherwell I believe striker Ian St John and the legendary I'm trying to think of the most dismissive team that he played for Uh, probably Spurs (laughs) striker (laughs) Jimmy Greaves. Every week, Ian St John would try and anchor it together and and Jimmy Greaves would be the old Bantosaurus Rex. Yeah. And together, they would help us all learn a little something about football with help from films made by Gary Newborn and Gabriel Clark and Clive Tildesley. Yeah. Et al. Well, Jimmy Greaves had... Been on
2: TV for quite a long time.
1: I remember him doing the um, TV reviews on TVAM. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, before that, he started at ATV on Star Soccer as a kind of in-studio foil to the presenter Gary Newbon.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's very much his shtick, isn't it? He's he's a cheeky chap. Yeah, he he then
2: inexplicably turned up doing TV reviews on TVAM. And uh, mm. from <laughs> from there, um, I think Ian St. John had been hosting on the ball on his own. And yeah. so he kind of brought him in alongside him. And it was with one of the TV contracts. But They did away, obviously, with World of Sport. And then Saint and Greavesy kind of stepped in and eventually just replaced it as a standalone programme with the rest of their sports coverage not really happening anymore on a Saturday afternoon.
1: Now, this particular episode... Um, it's. I mean, it's technically a Christmas special because it was broadcast just before Christmas.
2: Well, there's a Christmas tree in the studio. Just, just about.
1: I think its most defining characteristic is the absence of one of the... I mean, you know, when you're lacking 50% of the talent, you would usually think that your show's going to get a, bit of, a bad deal. But they, I think, made the best of the situation. By bringing in Jimmy Greaves' spitting image puppet. Jimmy Greaves was flu ridden that week. it was very lucky, I think, because I'm fairly certain that Ian St John wasn't high profile enough to have a spitting image puppet. So it's a good job it was Jimmy Greaves who got ill.
2: I'm not sure if he had one or not. He might well have done. He'd been on TV for years. Yeah. He actually entered... Into the BBC's search for a commentator in 1969, Blimey. which uh, was run by Idwell Robling, who would occasionally turn up on BBC Wales over the next few years, and uh, Jerry Harrison, who oh, went to Anglia friend TV, of friend of the podcast, Jerry Harrison, uh, he came forth in it, I think, and I've got a feeling that Ian St John was placed. I think he was maybe even second or third he entered it his arrival on, on the ball wasn't particularly surprising and Saint and Greasy is just an extension of that it's ex- it's essentially the same programme and it's golf club humour again isn't it It's um, we're, <laughs> <laughs> back in the, we're back in the bar of the golf club yeah, and absolutely. this time we're with Jimmy Greaves so
1: you know although today we're not well yeah Well, I say that we're not, but I would say the only discernible difference between having Jimmy Greaves' spitting image puppet and having the real Jimmy Greaves was that Jimmy Greaves' spitting image puppet is a little bit smaller.
2: Yeah, a little bit, yeah.
1: That's it. He looked like him, he sounded like him, he acted like him. No discernible difference Whatsoever Yeah And it seemed like Ian St John's relationship With him
0: was more or less Identical as well Yeah Wonderful stuff The oh, fans would be singing there Is that Five Van Basten yeah. Four Butrogueno Yeah Three French hens Two turtle doves And a partridge <laughs> And a pear tree. Well Getting in oh, the mood right, Jim You're getting in the mood oh, For that's Christmas right, That's right Well it's been A funny old week funny For the world's most cut footballer Peter's It has so. been A funny old week So <laughs> 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 you know, funny all week for you as well, Jim. Yeah. Well, last last Saturday, Chelsea. There were points
2: throughout it grand. that Ian St John just looked momentarily terrified of the puppet.
1: I think there was possibly a moment that he thought that Jimmy Greaves had become a puppet. Conceivable. So un- so uncanny was the whole thing.
2: Well, imagine if we were doing this podcast in a studio, yeah, and and I looked across and instead of you there was a spitting image puppet of you. And might I just say for the record, I can visualise exactly what that looks like.
1: I I would love a bit of that. I mean, (laughs) it's a well-known fact about me. I love a puppet. I love puppets. I've always loved puppets. I will always love puppets. The opportunities that they afford somebody to be extremely irreverent Are just delicious to me. Yeah. And I have to say, I chuckled all the way through. Right. And I wasn't expecting that. And the reason I chuckled all the way through is because, as you said, Ian St. John was clearly quite nervous. Yeah. (laughs) More nervous than, than Jimmy Greaves made him. Although, actually, I don't really think he was particularly worse behaved or more unreasonable. Than he normally no, was. I mean,
2: I should imagine he was. Um, he he was under strict orders. I and the,
1: I mean, the, the, the crew in the studio were enjoying it enormously. Yes, they definitely and it was, were. That was yeah. that was one of the features of Satan Greaves You was you'd always from the floor crew. You'd always get snickers and snuckers at the ribaldness. And to be honest, this was funnier because I found I find somebody pretending to be Jimmy Greaves more palatable than Jimmy Greaves.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: There, I said it. No, no okay, yeah. Now, Fair enough. Then, I thought that the voice for Jimmy Greaves was provided by none other than Phil Cornwall. Yeah. But at the end... Yeah. Big surprise. Yeah. They brought out Peter Brackley, friend of the podcast, yeah. and dear departed Brighton Hove Albion supporter, and... Uh, noted football commentator who knew that peter brackley could do a almost note perfect impression of jimmy greaves i
2: knew that he could do impersonations
1: i think yeah i i had that knowledge somewhere but i that jimmy greaves was just outrageous yeah and we discussed this and you you were more scathing about the impression of jimmy i didn't
2: think it sounded very much like him
1: now i've got a theory about this because I then looked into, I thought, well, that's interesting, because I thought it sounded exactly like him. So I found some Jimmy Greaves content with actual Jimmy Greaves. I checked for, you know, scale and everything to make sure it wasn't the puppet. Again. OK. Sounded exactly the same. All right, okay. so I, I my here's my theory, and that is it's because you are from the same part of the world as Jimmy Greaves. Oh, so I, I just think he talks normally. No, no, no. I think that your ears are more open to the nuances of uh, that accent than mine. Um, conceivably, I suppose. Because I thought he was absolutely perfect. Yeah. He, I mean, some of the... Here are my Jimmy Greaves highlights.
0: Roger Palmer made it two to you a minute before half oh. came. Nice. nice goal, that one. Like, nice goal. There. He Never. took it to be honest, that's as good a goal as you'll see in this fixture. of the match. Into the second, into the second half. Earl Barrett, centre-back. What's he doing up there, Jim? Yeah. Scoring a goal, I think. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you lovely. enjoyed that lovely. there, oh, Jim, didn't you? it. So how did you lovely. celebrate when you scored? Um well, to be honest, Saint, I used to celebrate with a few lagers and a couple of vodkas. <laughs> <laughs> Did get a bit of a blur, though, for the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Before you go, you can check if you've won a prize in last week's competition. Yeah. We asked who was the first player ever sent off playing for England. Um, the answer we wanted was Alan Mullery, oh, sent off against Yugoslavia in 1968. Our 22 prize winners will receive either a copy of the John Barnes video yeah. or one of the St. Greaves World Cup specials signed by us both, Jim. It's rubbish. Yeah. It's rubbish. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> have you read it, St. <laughs> Next <laughs> weekend, oh, no, we check off road, permanently at early time of 12.30. 12:30. 12.30? So, remember get the shopping done a bit early absolute like, yeah, Jim
1: highlight shot. is when he got an itch at the end yes I love it I love it when a puppet pretends to have a human ailment yeah god it's funny I was absolutely delighted I thought if every single one of these is going to be as easy as this I mean we've got one coming up yeah with puppets yeah and I'm not going to like that at all I'll tell you that now yeah
2: it wasn't a difficult watch obviously it's no. a fucking episode of Saint and Greavesy
1: you know my I think my biggest problem with it in, in regard of what we're doing is a little bit lacking in festive goodness. You were particularly taken with the lack of any mention of Boxing Day. Well,
2: fixtures. yeah, I mean, this is it's the 22nd of December, so it's the Saturday before Christmas. And yeah. um, we all know what the Christmas period is like in football. There yeah. will be a match on Boxing Day. There will be a match on New Year's Day. There will either be a match between those two or one just afterwards at the time, the Saturday
1: after, you know. Depending here, depending on when the... So we're um, just about to... They don't
2: even... I don't think they even show a league table. No. You know, it's halfway through the season and it's a football programme, a football preview programme, and it doesn't even show you the league table... On the last episode before Boxing Day,
1: they mentioned the forthcoming live action. Yeah, the, the that only they games. On yeah, the
2: only games they mentioned were the three matches that they were showing live over the over the Christmas and New Year period. Lazy. Yeah, that's a big part of the reason why ITV didn't get the rights to Premier League because they were only interested in the big five clubs at the time. Really, they. Very, very seldom featured a match that didn't involve at least one of those. Yeah, their coverage was perfunctory. You know, they they go in fifteen minutes before kickoff and get out again ten minutes after.
1: Their match, which was the the big match, and the next day, the twenty third, Aston Villa versus Arsenal. They were going in five minutes before kickoff. Exactly, which exactly. I seem to recall was pretty much par for the yeah. course.
2: And the thing is. That when it came down to it, the clubs had a vote on it, and 15 of these clubs were barely getting featured by ITV, mm. so that was never going to be voted through, you know.
1: The rest of it, the rest of the episode was extremely lightweight indeed. There was a fluff feature on how. Increasingly, attacking players were being credited with own goals, which was a sort of statistical blight on the well, game. Well,
2: that was just as an opportunity to show a bunch of own goals.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then there was a a montage of goal celebrations and how goal celebrations has changed, which again, yeah. it's an opportunity to show Roger Miller dancing and a yeah, just corner sort of flag some and so some forth. goal
2: celebrations set to music. And then,
1: and then there was some TV outtakes. One of which didn't even deal with football at all. Yeah, well, it was Jim Rosenthal at Athletics. Yeah,
2: meet. yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty desperate stuff. You know that,
1: Did yeah? Would they, I mean? Would they, did they have nothing else to talk about? No, yeah, no. Was there no football that year? <laughs> well, I mean, I uh, yeah. I seem to recall that there. What happened
2: to re- recall nineteen ninety being quite an eventful year in football? You know,
1: but um, um
2: it's 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 very very well, odd because the thing is that actually it starts with the thing that Saint and Greaves used to do very well which is kind of interesting reports from places that might not normally get into the news if you go no. on um if you go on YouTube and you're looking for like you know a news story relating to a small football club in the early 1990s and you might find a news clip and you click on it, it starts playing You'll fairly regularly find that it's a clip from Saint and Greavesy. That was something that they used to do quite regularly. So I, I thought that the, the 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 thing that they lead with, like the main story, if you like, yeah, is yeah, this is fairly yeah, stuff. Is the first match of the reunited Germany team in Stuttgart, which is looking very handsome in the snow. Might I
1: add? Well, that was, I think, possibly the most festive part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And it was completely coincidental and you know. Yeah,
2: what was odd about it was because this is something that would be unimaginable to modernise. This first match of this reunited country only attracted 20,000 people. Yeah. That would be less than half of the Stuttgart Stadium's capacity, I'm certain.
1: It was still 8,000 people more than were attracted yeah. by Peter Shilton's testimonial game.
2: Oh, the rictus grin as he had to talk about the size <laughs> of the crowd. And
1: he's like, no, no, I mean, it's, you know, it was a week before
2: Christmas. A week before Christmas, 12,000 people came out for me, Peter Shilton. Fantastic, a
0: week before Christmas, to turn out a crowd like this, uh, it's made my evening and, uh, you know, it's something I'll remember for the rest of my life, so... Tremendous.
1: It was honestly, I've seen more packed-looking stadiums during COVID nineteen.
2: Well, I mean, if that's twelve thousand at White Hart Lane at the time would have made it just about a quarter full, I think.
1: It was a an English eleven, yeah, versus a World eleven. Maradona not invited, which he he addressed in his autobiography, I believe I saw this week, and he, I think, what was it? He called Peter Shilton a thermos head. Can
2: you imagine? what the crowd would be for Diego Maradona's testimonial. You know, you could play that any stadium in the world and fill it.
1: You could play that on the moon and more than 12,000 yeah. people would turn up.
2: Yeah. And as uh, so, like I say, his, his tetchiness about what was clearly a very small crowd. I don't know what sort of crowd testimonials got at the time. I don't think I've ever been to a testimonial But match.
1: this wasn't, this wasn't, you know, some old, Codger. This was Peter Shilton. Yeah, England's most capped player. Yeah. And, I mean, he he also, he was subbed off. I'm not sure if this is a standard thing to happen in testimonial games. I'm not sure exactly when he was subbed off.
2: I get the feeling and not having been to one ever, I don't know. And it's not the sort of thing that gets shown on the TV, is it? No. But I get the feeling that there are conventions related to To testimonial matches that are like a masonic handshake that I don't Hmm. understand it's like it'll be like if you if you bring a substitute on and it's a retired former striker you have to let him score
1: Kevin Keegan did
2: the honours Exactly, you know. So I was what when I was watching it, I was thinking of this like, oh, okay, well, how much of this is like testimonial convention? Is it? Was it testimonial convention that Peter Shilton went off so that he got a big round of applause all on his own? Well,
1: as big a round of applause as was possible. Yeah, you know, you get well, a bigger round of applause, and if he had just presented songs of praise, I think.
2: Yeah, put push a push a tree over <laughs> in a forest. <laughs>
1: Instead of our conventional good, bad, and lasting memories of, of these programs, I think for the Advent calendar, I suggested that we could pick our um, top festive moment. What was the the thing that gave you a little swell of um, the goodwill to all men? There's only a, there's
2: only a snow in Stuttgart and a mangy looking Christmas tree, so it looks like I've taken your
1: one as well. That tree was pretty dismal. I mean the tree skanky. The it? tree the tree was dwarfed by Jimmy yeah. Greaves, and Jimmy Greaves was a spitting image puppet. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean there did there felt like there was quite a lack of festive cheer all around, really. Yeah. And I know that yeah, yeah obviously, obviously saying Well, you know, he's he's the life
2: he's the life and soul of the Christmas party. What, Jim?
1: Yeah. Um well, I can't imagine he is. You guess. I suppose that obviously for professional footballers, Christmas is has a slightly different meaning, especially in um, Britain. Yeah, I suppose but, so. But yeah. still, I mean, come on! Shoot up! Yeah, come on! I that's mean, that it. tree. Peter Brackley, he was happy. That's the saddest Christmas tree I've seen since the one that um, Norway sent us the year we left the European Union. Yeah, dismal. I don't. I think it uh, probably a plastic. Probably a plastic one. Uh, yeah, it was definitely, uh, definitely. But
2: wasn't it like kind of blue and silver or something? It looked blue and silver.
1: Yeah, I think so. Probably, you know, Tottenham colours. Of course. For Greasy, he likes to celebrate his goals with a few lagers and a couple of vodkas. It's funny because it's true. Yeah,
2: it's. I've got that. It's funny because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> got that actually written down. Um, <laughs>
1: Funny old game. In many ways, I think um, in many ways, I I look at us like there's a Saint and Greavesy element to uh, our dynamic. Each
2: thinks that the other one is a Saint.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Each one believing themselves to be Greavesy. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Troubling.
2: I'm closer to a moustache than you. Well, it's true. I could just shave the beard off, the rest of the beard off, and be left with a lush, Jimmy Greaves esque moustache. And that would definitely... And, and I support Tottenham Hotspur.
1: I'm definitely closer to being an alcoholic. <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> so... Well, I mean, what? In the, you are one. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're probably closer to being voted Pipe Smoker of the Year. It's so difficult. Yeah, it's so difficult yeah, to tell.
2: lots of different different criteria.
1: Uh, yeah, there's so many different metrics. The, the thing is that he's, this stuff had to
2: go by, you know, it's... it's This programs going out like the end of 1990 it feels so dated it's like i say it's got the whiff of the golf club about it it's a it's a glass of scotch in a very ornate looking tumbler in a leather (laughs) seat looking out over a golf course and then doing a racism it's yeah. you know it's 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 brightly coloured jumpers for no particularly good reason. Golf really makes people dress badly. No sport makes people as dress as badly as golf does. No, and it's just kind of accepted by people who know better. I know people who play golf who know better, who who are like, yeah, I'm going to play golf now, and, you know, or and they'll or they'll see a photo of them in their golf stuff, and they just look like like the same as every other golf person Golfist. yeah, it's really weird it's like it's got its own kind of code and uh i just, yeah, i don't I don't want in so you
1: know yeah but golf um, has got its own kind of code in the same way that the Ku Klux Klan have got their own yeah
2: sort of code. but it's well you know I don't quite go that far but um it's <laughs> it's uh like I say, I've been in those environments a couple of times. And I immediately felt on edge. Yeah, I mean, one time was at the police, like the <laughs> met police, kind of like social club place in Bushy, and so you know, obviously being a career criminal, yeah. Well, um, I was, I was probably right to feel a bit nervous. I should say, I should say even, even at even at even at 14 years of age or however old I was yeah. at the time. And you were robbing the place. I was casing the joint, yeah. Taking all the lead off the roof. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that's, uh, that's probably that's probably Satan Greasy covered. Yeah, that's as much Are, as we, gonna, are we gonna Are we going to reveal the, what we're doing uh, ahead?
2: Yeah, you should have some ceremonial jingle bells, or, you know, like, chink, 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 chink. That, that, I've got plenty like of them, yeah. Don't you worry about that, mate. And then we can announce that tomorrow it's the Dezo... <laughs> this is a an insufferably long time. there's a lot of those there there's are a, a lot of those coming yeah, up It's a lot of syllables yeah. as well the Des O'Connor Tonight Christmas Special 1991 yeah, the
1: amount of syllables in that isn't surprisingly enough the worst thing about it but more of that tomorrow
2: <laughs> yeah anyway that'll do us for now I think we'll be back at the uh, same time-ish tomorrow I've been slacking on getting these out I've been leaving it till 9 or 10 in the morning oh rather than my. doing it at 8 That's which is what I should have been doing. Just it's slap terrible Latin, my then. own wrist. All the all the all those it, people uh, We will be back at the same time tomorrow. On tenter hooks. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah well. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> It's not like I'm not like I'm not working hard for you people. It's. I remind you, it's twenty to nine on a Saturday night, and I'm talking about fucking Saint and Greasy from 1990. Don't tell me that's not. We've work. spent.
1: We have spent a a very large proportion of Saturday afternoon. Um. It's just watching... occurred
2: to me that I actually am when I'm not speaking. I actually am rocking slowly backwards and forwards oh, in my yeah. chair.
1: Well, if you. Probably isn't. If a good you were song. a parrot, you'd have a bald ass by now.
2: Anyhow, <laughs> there you go. That will do us for now. We'll be back again tomorrow with Des O'Connor Tonight Christmas Special 1991. <laughs> <sighs> and breathe. Thanks very much for listening, and goodbye.